Welcome to episode 301 of the Saturn Studs Podcast. I'm Kurt, joined once again this week by my karate fighting co-hosts, Peter and Jake. That's right, Kurt. We're coming at you this week with the uh, tax return improvement edition of the cast. Find better ways to get your taxes back. For example, have you tried a tax (laughs) boomerang? Perhaps a tax yo-yo? Uh, you know, tax homing pigeon. That's all natural. I think you can get a wildlife <laughs> credit for that. Plenty of options. Uh, I just, where, I just got tonight, mine. Jake? I had to find it. I just Ooh. got mine. I'm, I'm so excited to finally put in my... Because I did actually use a carrier pigeon. Uh, came all the way from Texas. So had a, unfortunately mm. had to put the, the old boy down when he got to my doorstep. A little frothing at the beak, you know. And if, and well, of course, there is trooper, always uh, he, he finished you know. that delivery despite his ass being rabid. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he got along the way. Um, uh, hawks, I know, are known to uh, to stray at at night and uh, attack some carrier pigeons from time to time, especially if they got IRS plastered across their wings. They are they are known to do that because um, they just got that face recognition built into their eyes that mm-hmm. the IRS is in, in, implementing that we're all going to have to do. So, hey, next time you go log into IRS, See, you're is... going to have to get your face and your blood work. You're going to want to do that for 2023. Um, but you still got to fill out the taxes yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They'll sk- they'll skim everything about you. They know what color <laughs> shit you take in They're the morning. Already- but you still yeah. got to fill that out they yourself. They know the right number. So, like, if you send in the wrong number, <laughs> they'll, they'll fix it for you. That's what gets my goat every single fucking tax season. <laughs> is that I get money. I Like, Maryland is like, no, 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 no. It, it was, <laughs> you, you guessed wrong. <laughs> you were so close you here. Let me fix that for you. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your check for $3.56 that you now have to go deposit or pay us. Uh, because, you know, we fucked up. Because fuck you, pay me. <laughs> uh, right. It makes so much sense, because we're coming at you, as always, live from the back of the Cobra Kai dungeon, I mean dojo, where we're just gonna pump some Cobra iron, and we're gonna, we're gonna do some shady shit back here, because that's the only thing that happens in the back of the store, because it's a slightly different scene because uh, it's got concrete walls, and mm. it looks rougher instead of the normal uh, yeah. drywalls. It's it's yeah. a little rougher. It's just that much more menacing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the, the lighting the come changes, in and deliver stuff. Peter. It's so much yeah. more menacing. It's all like it's less sunny. It's all gray you know? and, and dark and dingy versus the very brightly lit mm-hmm. dojo. <laughs> and it, it's perfect for setting up those uh, those random. Um, uh, Oh, new new people joining the crew and uh, and uh, cameos oh, got, uh, from, from to say. Cobras, Cobra Kai's that from Cobra Kai's that you didn't see before from cameos from <laughs> who is this guy? People. Whichever one <laughs> who was he guy? was in the first season. I barely remember him from the first season. Um, but he had like 
Which one? Mm-hmm. Who am I talking about? I don't know because it applies to a it's, couple people. They brought back a few people from like the first season. <laughs> hey, like we'll get into it more when we get into the review. But uh, all I can say is when I booted up Netflix to take a look at Cobra Kai and it said new se- uh, another season is coming like already my first reaction was dear god help us all <laughs> yeah this is it's there i i don't know what the financials of this series are i i think it has to be a real um cheapo kind of thing to make cuz they can just crank this stuff out like this is they <laughs> This is, I would describe it as yet another season of Cobra Kai. Um, I know that's a very generic description, but... um, The the next season might be slightly more interesting, if for no other reason than most of the main cast is no longer under 18, so they will not be able to compete in the under-18 All-Valley Karate Tournament. (laughs) Just adults, <laughs> broad shoulders. Well, a lot of them fucking grew got up. Beards growing. In this one, like some people are like, "Wow, you're a man they're, now for sure." Their five o'clock shadows are oh, are Lord. fluctuating throughout the episodes. Yeah, it's like when you saw fucking Finn Wolfhard, uh, yeah, and, get pubertized on screen. Yeah, that's gonna be weird for like when they start coming back, like. Maybe not this next season, the next but the season, season of Stranger after, Things. I'm assuming they're going to do it for like they're all grown for up. Stranger Things. <laughs> Dude, they're all like 25 at this point, and they're, we're supposed to believe they're like ninth graders or like first day of high school. Well, <laughs> you, know? you can lean into Eleven's it. walking around chesty yeah, as hell. Uh, well, some girls develop early. Um, what you call it? Like they do on Pen Fifteen, they can just lean into it and be like, yeah. We're yeah, that's parody. fine. I that, that's when it's that's when it's comedy. I like that about it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> don't ask me to take it seriously yeah. when you're uh, when you're complaining about how you have to go keep on asking your mom for quarters down to the arcade, and you look like you're should be applying for jobs. It looks like you're on the cast of that '70s show. Have you gone I back and watched that track '70s is, show? I, I can picture oh it. I can God. picture that track it. Is too much. Uh, they all look. <laughs> I, <laughs> Lab track too much, overused. Oh, same jokes too. Oh, oh put put away the. Well, th- not just away. that, but like they really don't look like they're in high school. Didn't me look? How often did me like they're definitely Kunis, twenty like, year olds get caught lying about her age to be on that show? I think she was only like fourteen yeah, so. or sixteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, she yeah. was. She came in when she was fourteen. Um, but like. Just go look up like like look up a clip right now from that '70s show and be like, oh, oh, we were supposed to think they were high schoolers. They go they go look up a the clip young mind. from that '70s show and see you know the best actor to be cast as Venom <laughs> in a movie. Uh, Topher Grace, why? Uh, let's see if I can find an old picture. That's a weird. That's also a weird connection because they do make like a Wilder Valderrama. Wait, no, that's sorry, that was Barry. That was a totally different show, which we were not reviewing and had no plans to review. I just saw clips of that on my own and just got my brain wires is that, crossed. Is that, is that an old one? Yeah, season, that's season one, yeah. Honestly, a Wilmer looks really young in that. Holy shit. Um, honestly, Mila Kunis, maybe I'm just like, I'm bad with numbers and age, but she looks not 14. Is that what how old so. she was? 
Mm-hmm. You look kunai nice. Yeah, Danny Masterson um, looks like he's 26. <laughs> uh, when now a 37-year-old Mila Kunis first auditioned for that 70s show, she was only 14. Yeah. So I think she lied about it then yeah. and then uh, got got on. But they should maybe have been like 15 or 16 when they probably were filming. I don't know. I don't know how long it took to audition to to set couldn't, and everything. Couldn't tell you. But I can tell you about these trailers in our trailer review and roundup segment we call Tray Watch. Um, a lot of trailers this week. This was definitely the talk to last week's tick. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, this because these are all going to be on TV uh, on Sunday the for big the big game. game. The super big bowl game. I love it. The You Better Watch It event sports. Yep. Yep, we got some new ones. We got some old ones. We got... Yeah, did um, they, they just, like, dug up, like, a couple of trailers, did not change them, and re-uploaded them. Yeah, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's like just the same scene further in the production process, so maybe, like, it, it's edited differently or something. Yeah, it, there's... Some of the shit we already seen. I think Uncharted, we've seen about all we're going to get until the movie. But um, for those five people that actually go see it, uh, good luck. I'm sure a lot of people will go see Sorry. it, and a lot of people will leave disappointed. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of people who are probably going to go into a movie and leave disappointed, let's start off with uh, the dog trailer for Valentine's Day. That one I missed. Um, this... So we saw this trailer already, but they're pitching it like with a Valentine's Day twist, and it's really <laughs> awkward to watch. Oh. <laughs> it it does not make me. It's, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm fucking dumb. I'm like, oh, I'm like, what movie? I thought it was a different movie, but it's just for releasing on Valentine. See the way movie clips is now doing it, where they're just like they're putting where or for what it's showing after the title, and they didn't quote anything. So it's Dog Valentine's yeah, so Day trailer. So the movie trailer. is Dog, and this is so, a Valentine's Day trailer for Dog. <laughs> Fucking hate it. Use your line. You you have a line. You use it here. Just move that shit over to in front of Valentine's Day, you dumb idiots. Yeah. We've seen this shit. Dog so, dies. It's sad. Well, <laughs> well, they say at the end, yeah, they, don't they worry, the dog doesn't die. mention to say that the dog oh doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> which is the most interesting part about this trailer. Um, I... Well, the most interesting part is the oh, way yeah. the fucking trailer is cut. It makes you think it's that he's going to fuck the dog. between a man and his dog. <laughs> dog. And they put like the inner title cards in and it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Dog. dog. This Valentine's Day, Channing Tatum will fuck the dog. <laughs> And be, um, they're playing fucking, uh, what's this song? I forget. Um, Look like we made like 90s <laughs> romance jams. This Valentine's over Day. like a montage of them, like running in the woods, hanging out in the car. <laughs> Love is complicated. Like, that's what a, that's what a zoophile would say when accused of fucking the dog. Known ableist. And dog fucker Channing Tatum will find out what love truly means when he meets Lulu, the German Shepherd. 
PTSD ain't, ain't the hottest kink in the room, but this Valentine's Day, it might be just what gets your goat. Come watch Dog. I feel. I feel. Where PTSD stands for Pretty Totally Sexy Dog. <laughs> I like, I like the various adjectives. Well, no, it's it's, it's it's like a, for the one. It's for the one noun, you see, because he's like the dog's pretty. pretty okay, totally. okay, the dog's totally sexy, totally dog. sexy dog. Uh, to- pretty, I mean, totally. It's I mean, a confession, sexy dog. You see, it's built into the acronym. Got him because <laughs> the guy who made the acronym was was caught confessing to being a uh, a man who has romantic interest in dogs. The director's cut mm-hmm. will release like the day after Valentine's Day, and it'll be just Channing Tatum slipping in the tip, and then the FBI just like got him. We got him. That's enough. <laughs> no, that's the director. That's the director's uncut. <laughs> How would you have seen the director's penis? <laughs> <laughs> they do it. <laughs> I see. It becomes a group project. No, the direct the director's Jewish, so you know the. How he's do you cut, know he's Jewish? So. <laughs> Is, do I have to? Are you gonna make me do it? Who's, am I gonna say it? Wait, who's the director? I don't even know oh. who the director is for this one. Reed Carolyn and Channing Tatum. Right. Channing Tatum co directed this. Interesting. Alright. It's, a, I don't it's think, a passion project. I don't think either of them like Forest Illinois. Um I don't think either of them is Jewish. I don't know that Jewish people live out in Illinois. <laughs> Maybe they're working on their uh conversion, you know? It just takes time. Hey, if they get those two points for the big game, it's all matters. Hey, two points for the big game. They got the rabbi coming out on the field in the end zone. <laughs> Start, starts yelling. Oh uh, no, that's also throw everyone throws their hands up. Lahai! End zone is Two actually points. copyrighted too. You have to say uh, final area. <laughs> uh, speaking of zones, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, it's another trailer. Uh, it's just a couple more clips from the movie. Uh, no more details. Just some more clips. And uh, they have not revealed a second line of dialogue from Knuckles yet. But we much can, to my in fact, chagrin. confirm that they call him Knuckles. And unlike Sonic, he does not <laughs> chuckle. He doesn't chuckle. Don't worry, I still have enough in the spank bank from the first line from Idris Elba that it'll uh, it'll work. So uh, that'll tide me over at least until the movie. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do like that they that movie clips called this Sonic the Hedgehog two. The real comp the real competition begins. That's not the second part yeah, of the title, right? I, don't know I what think that, means. that is okay. like going to play off of the Super Bowl thing, like. Yes, the I think that's a dig at the Super Bowl Sonic and Knuckles is the real competition. Yes, because there is no Ram character in uh, any Sonic franchise. In fact, if there is any Ram, they were the little tiny babies that pop out 
after you kill an enemy or whatever. Oh yeah, the little the flickies, um, the ram flickies. Yeah, there are definitely sheep my flickies. My Sonic lore is there's a ram nil, you can so. get in the adventure games to give to your chows. Give them little ram horns. Yeah, I'm currently looking up Sonic Archie comics sheep character because there's it's bound to be in the fucking Archie comics. You know, and, and 49ers, you're all great and all, but Sonic goes faster than 49. It goes real, real more fast. So don't, don't you guys are oh. nothing compared to Sonic and Knuckles hey, and hey Jake, uh, who's Tails. playing in the Super Bowl? So, I don't even remember. Isn't it Rams and 49ers? Rams and 49ers was the NFC Championship game. That already happened. Oh, is that why? It's the Rams God. and the Bengals. Bengals. I, I totally checked the fuck out. Oh, that's why I Randall thought hilarious. <laughs> I thought the 49ers were going to be a shoe in over the Rams. That's right. Because that was a really, really close game. Sorry, my bad. Everybody's screaming at me at home. Jesus, I hear you. Oh, the one guy who's just like the biggest Bengals fan is like, no. I mean, this is a big deal for them. They haven't even like won a playoff game in that 40 years, much less made it to the Super Bowl. They only won four games last season. Which is really ironic because there was, um, I saw a TikTok a while ago of somebody at a, what are they, at a giant or something or a food line? I forgot what it was. But all the, like, big game, like, they were they were getting ready for <laughs> big the big game. game. They were like, grab your shit for the Super Bowl early. Um, and it was all 49ers and Chiefs, um, like, uh, a logo stuff. So they were like, oh, the Super Bowl's totally fixed. Like, they already had it set. Who is going to face off in the Super Super Dome? It was, in fact, neither of those teams. Well, I mean, nope. based on where the score was in the Kansas City-Cincinnati game at halftime, I don't blame anyone for thinking that it was over. I thought it was over. Yeah. I turned it off. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Shit. Mm-mm. As a Bills fan, that felt so good. It just hit that one Never little spot. Never let your girl tell you 13 one seconds isn't enough ever again. <laughs> 13 seconds is everything. Um, next up on the trailer. <laughs> Might as well be a year. A light oh, year. Oh, 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 jumping right to the oh. big one. The Oh, oh, we were no, about, uh, no, no, I, that's fine. I'm fine with. I don't. I, I literally, I was confused about this movie. Literally, thir- not thirty seconds ago, twenty minutes ago, I was confused as shit about this movie because I was. This is so. This is my head canon. I thought the Buzz Lightyear toy was based on the actual events because I thought Toy Story would have been like, oh, we're making a toy after like this hero for us. Uh like Buzz Aldrin. Yes, like Buzz Aldrin. It never dawned on me <laughs> that Pixar would have the gall to make a fictional movie from a fictional universe about a fictional and character. And then just poured it one universe over to us? Yeah. So it, it's, it's a movie that is itself fictional, Within the already fictional world of Toy Story, like this is one one wow. layer, one degree of separation away from being like a unique idea. It's almost commendable, mm-hmm. uh, if it wasn't for the fact that it was playing so heavily on 
Buzz Lightyear nostalgia and Zurg nostalgia. And God damn it, if there's a Woody reference somewhere in here, even if it's like, and and what if I, what, what happens to me if I get a Woody in the suit? Yeah, that you know, that line will some, be in some there. bullshit <laughs> in this Pixar movie. You know, you know, but just no, he's he's gonna get a snake in his boot. Oh, if he gets a snake in the boot, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna sprint out of the movie theater and go uh, buy ten buckets of popcorn and hand them out at random in the movie theater. And then people are going to be like, stop trying to poison my kids. Why are you communicating with my son? Get out of here. <laughs> Never talk to I'm me or my son again. The universe. <laughs> so the actual plot of this movie is uh, it's kind of a humans fuck yeah slash um, just an actual like space adventure movie, which I feel like we haven't seen I think- as much recently. It's been a little bit since a, I think a, going, a space adventure, not like a space action or like a Guardians of the Galaxy or any of the Marvels or a, or a Star, Star Wars, War. but like <laughs> an adventure. Um, yeah, I think they're kind of playing off some of the old uh, serials, you know, your Flash Gordons, your Buck Rogers in the 23rd century, sort of Delio Bubs. Um, yeah, I, I don't know like who the target audience for this movie is. Um well <laughs> well the target audience was the uh universe of Toy Story. Uh, yeah, Andy, Andy loved it. <laughs> Andy, Andy was the target all those, audience. All those kids like Andy really drinking it up. Um they like cowboys and astronauts. Yeah. See now if they want to add another layer to it, like this is the remake movie of the movie that Andy saw when he was a kid. <laughs> and he's like a millennial like man child now who's like, yes, the nostalgia. Does the, <laughs> I still does the And he's like, wait, no, I gave my Buzz Lightyear toy away. No. The, I gotta go I get it back. At the it end the of box. the movie. <laughs> if I swear to Christ, if the end of the movie pans out and zooms out to like the in the POV of Andy as like a 40, a 30 year old or something like that being like ah the original was better and he picks up his woody and his buzz and walks out of the movie theater I'll have a heart attack and die and I won't be on on, on the next episode Oh well, it sure would would simplify <laughs> Uh, a recording schedule. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'd really be. You're welcome. I'd be doing you guys a favor. Um, yeah, no, I could see it like panning, like doing a 180 on the camera and having like Andy sitting alone in the theater, like the end of the Shia LaBeouf, uh, Rob Cantor music video, and he just starts clapping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if not for like, he strikes me as a clapper. If not for like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if not for just like a stinger at the end, just like boom, like hey, not even like a a, a nod to a, a late year two, for Christ's sake or something like that, but because I mean that never came out in the Pixar universe, you know, we never we never saw another Buzz Lightyear toy, an updated one, the edgy you know? Buzz Lightyear for like for the teen audience. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when they tried to do that with Looney Tunes? <laughs> oh yeah lunatics unleashed baby that was what was on my my two station tv on uh weekday afternoons after school uh, this was not a core memory for me so i don't remember 
Never made it to that point. Jake, you're oh, older than yeah. both of us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you never made it to that point? It was it was no, that mid two thousands extreme uh, movement the being applied to the Looney Tunes. No, it just, <laughs> yo, this is uh, friends. You know what this is? This is extreme milk. This is extreme chocolate milk in a show form. This is mm-hmm. oh, radical. It's chocolatey rage milk. <laughs> it's edgy. It's it's sexy. It's Ace and Lexi Bunny. What the fuck? They didn't even keep the same name. It wasn't even like Bugs. Would that be too confusing? I think that's like their their aliases. Maybe. Pinkster Pig? Too close to Sphinxster. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Too close to Sphinxster. Sphinxster. This was also the time where um like Batman Beyond yeah. was it was still like riding the public conscious, so a lot of the a lot of the tweens uh, kind of stuff was like, yeah, we're in the near future. Yeah. Like th- this was at the same time that like um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this, the 2003 series had its next series and they went to the future in that one. Well, yeah, Gunner the Conqueror is just Shredder. I mean, that's just Shredder. Uh, Professor Zane is just, you know, I don't really know what he is, but he has a, uh, Nazi SS you know symbols on his glasses. So, why they keep making Jurassic World movies? The, uh, the, uh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm at a I'm at a crossroads with this pickle. You know, too much nostalgia, but finally I get to like see what would happen if like we were introducing these to our our wilds, and I'm like I'm not surprised. They're like. Not native. Yeah, like, the dinosaurs would thrive in the Arctic environment. Those notoriously warm-blooded animals. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to hear the explanation behind that one because uh, seeing a brontosaurus while everybody's like bundled up because it's probably you know ten degrees, twenty degrees. If I'm being like below, if zero. I'm if I'm being great, was it was it the Arctic or was it Minnesota? Like. Uh, I mean, Minnesota will oh, get Minnesota will get colder than that. Yeah. You go up into the Yukon. Minnesota gets fucking brutal but these, cold. But these people had beanies on. I don't know. That that could be the Arctic landscape, or it could be Wisconsin. You know? I mean, we're not we're not talking about feats, feats of snow. Yep. Feats of feats snow. Feats of strength. <laughs> uh, yeah, feats of strength for Chris really? Pratt to wrestle in a lizard. Running, you know. Yeah, because he's doing like dino ranching. Because I mean, that's that's basically his appeal in these movies. Like, he's just do a manly thing around dinosaurs, Chris Pratt. Well, he's and a you'll, raptor. You'll bring everyone in. At the theme park, they opened with dinosaurs. After the last theme park, they opened with dinosaurs. Ended in a complete disaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm guessing that's blue. Dabudi dabudai. So blue is mm-hmm. blue is alive. I missed this. I missed the second one. I yeah. I nah. I'm confused as to how dinosaurs became an endemic invasive species in every biome on Earth in like the two months since they like got released into the wild. You see, they the breed like movie. Catholic rabbits. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I mean, I get what this movie's going for. I, I, I understand you're making it painfully obvious to me by having the herds of, what are they? What are the duck-billed bitches with the, with the head? I don't you know? fucking know. They look like cone heads with the cone head dinosaurs. You know, herding with the <laughs> horses. It's fine. Okay, I get it. I get it. I do, mm-hmm. however, am what piqued my interest. What I said yes to was finally the feathered, full feathered dinosaurs. Feathered heretic. They did it. I didn't even see him in this. They trailer. did it. They did. They had the. They had the gall. Good for them. They had the balls to say, you know what? We accept the the theory of feathered dinosaurs, feathered uh, raptors. You accept in the Arctic. The That's oh. Uh, so, uh, we will see what yeah. what happens with that. Uh, the rest, I don't know. The rest of the movie uh, just seems fine. It seems like the end of Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic Park Two, where the T Rex is just chilling in the city. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what's that? Uh-huh. All right. So they bring back the uh, the flying dinosaurs too. <laughs> the and, flying dinosaurs, jazz. <laughs> flying dinosaurs. Um, not no. Birds, what was the uh, what, was the, guns. what was the Pink Rangers dinosaur, Jake? The flying dinosaur. <laughs> uh, that pterodactyl. Or they're also called pterasodons. I think that's what they're called in magic. Yeah, that's the that's the nine nine elephant. Uh, flying, flying dinosaur. Come on, come on, Googles. Give me some, give me some good ones. Got flying dinosaur. We got, we got ye, we got ye. You want to see ye, master ye? <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? Why did I learn this in what the biology in in high school? Hold on, hold on. I got you. Boom. Oh, ye. Oh, that's thick. Oh, that. Hey. that. That dinosaur is Yee. thick. Yeah, we got uh, dinosaurs flight. Yo, what the fuck are these names? They're not right names. Google failed me. Oh, that's not called Yee-key. a yee. Oh, that's terrible. I don't care about it anymore. Uh, just like I don't care about the movie Firestarter. Zac Efron once again getting into the uh, the dramatic pieces. After he did his uh, documentary on water, <laughs> thanks Netflix. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> he had a tell me about it. Uh, oh, it wasn't just about water, but it was. Um, uh, Zach Efron did a series of like mini documentaries about just shit in the world. It was basically like a free pass for him to travel around the world, um, and one of them was just about water. So he got to go to like. France, and they were able to like flex on how better they are at things, including water, such as H two O. You're only allowed to call it water if it's from the water region of yeah, France. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, it's sparkling <laughs> taste juice. Well, and then they had this one guy who ended up like getting really popular on like TikTok and other shit. 
um, who was a water snob, I guess, and would just like shit on a lot of water companies and be like, that's no, that's trash. It's going to kill you. It literally has like poison in it. And then he's like, but drink Fiji. (laughs) (laughs) It's got, it's better. It's spring water. It's got, his theory was behind uh, waters that were like demineralized for like clarity and like less taste. Um, Bitch, get yourself some mineralized water. It's got what you need. Versus like fresh spring water, which has like the natural minerals in it. Like he was all anti- cleaning agent in water which i get like i i dislike aquafina i'm a i'm a i'm a little bit of a water snob myself not what did aquafina ever do to you i mean she makes me thirstier as i drink it doing her thing jake why you gotta try to oh oh that oh that (laughs) (laughs) she is a she is a moderately sized glass of water she's not a tall drink of water um. Uh, what is a tall drink of water? Is Zach Efron in Firestarter? Yeah, like he's you playing said, a dad now. Being the so that, if you didn't feel old before, and feel old now. Is is uh, a dad of a, a kid? Yeah. Who's a so or some he shit? he basically fucks a firebender, and now his daughter. It's Gambit. Because Gambit. Pyro. Yeah, no, Gambit, no. the fire Pokemon yes. X Men. Gambit, the fire Pokemon. You know, Gambit. Gambit's like well, an they've Omega all been level Omega mutant, level right? mutants. Whenever the story dictates their need to be an Omega level mutant. <laughs> Man, sounds like a really uh, uh kind of inconsistent scale. Well, there. you see, when you write a it's book like a- for sixty years. Sometimes you gotta get crazy with your ideas. Magneto, who? Fuck him. He's like second grader mutant. I remember when I could pick up metal with my with my yeah X Men Power Creep. It's a real bastard. (laughs) Check out check out this girl who can phase through shit. She can also now blow up people at at will. She's an Omega level (laughs) mutant. Y'all remember when we looked up that list of like the worst mutants? The one that just explodes. And there was like the guy who had invisible skin. Yeah. And the kid who could blow I up. The kid who could blow up once. One. It's like, but how do did he? How does he know he has this ability? How did you find out? Yeah. That's like See, the invisible boy from all just fucking mutants? Mystery Men. He's invisible, but only when no one looks at him. Yeah. Well, if you're a fan of uh, homicidal kids and Zac Efron, this is the movie for you because uh, she's a little bit of dragon. She's a little bit kids bop. She's a little bit Zac Efron. So get yourself some fire starter. And she'll kill you. Starting this fall. And by this fall. Oh, it's like a TV show? I mean, May 13th in theaters and on Peacock. Oh, it's on the cock. Okay, so it's a movie. Zach Efron's back on, on the, the cock. cock. <laughs> so if you have the cock, um, can you get 
in the movies for free, or do they just play pump ads into them? I like, don't know. I've never watched a new movie on the cock it, because that's consisted of Halloween kills and boss baby family business. Neither movie. See, the problem I have is that I have the cock plus. I have super cock. I also have. Um, and I also have super cock. Magnum cock. And, mag- and Magnum cock uh, gets rid of those pesky ads without the use of uh, tools such as ad block, which we don't recommend. Of course not. No, get pie hole. It's a much more no. robust system. Give your... <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I guess go watch Firestarter on the, the cock or super cock and uh, watch it with ads and shit. Good luck. Yeah. Um, next up we have men. Well, you'll never guess what studio put this out. With its weird performance art fucking trailer. It's the one. It's it's the studio. Like the it's A twenty four. Hey. Hey, yo. What is this? 20, is this like the third 24. trailer? Yeah. Like this about. month. Uh man, they're pumping them man, out. They are cr- they're doing good. Yeah. Good on them. They got they I bet they got a lot of good men on their on their team. I bet, I bet they put all their best men on this movie. Am I, I right? feel like this movie is going to be very popular yeah. with like the village people and the gay community. It's from Alex Garland. I have no idea who it's going to be popular with because the trailer consists of a, a woman walking around a church. Yeah. And there's like a dude the dude's 50 in a feet half away. Ar- you know, arguably not. He's like looking at arguably, you. Arguably not a, a man. Uh, it's a woman, in fact, and uh, I'm a little uh, confused. Maybe and she's angry. also confused. That's the main character. Maybe man. that's the conceit of the movie. Um, I think I think I know what it's about, but I don't I don't know if it's right. Well, here's a synopsis written by a professional. Oh, I need, I need to... uh, a young woman goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside after the death of her ex-husband. So. By ex-husband, are they saying ex-husband because they broke up, or ex-husband because he's dead? <laughs> That's a crucial plot point. You'll have to watch Your... to find out. Uh, yeah, no, that was not exact at all what I had in mind. <laughs> I thought she had like gotten raped or like sexually abused, and now the 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 men. Is that why she's yelling into us? Yeah, just yeah, likes to and hang out and releasing her anger. It's not, it's not a big deal. It happens, guys. <laughs> I just thought she was delusional or something like that and was seeing the her assailants. I thought it was more a deeper Fifi than, than it was. Nope. Don't worry. It's just about a dead ex-husband that may or may not have been axed because of the death. Um, well, you know what? When you get married, you put a gold ring on that finger and uh, the trailer for gold just released six days ago. So... We did, did we talk, talk about, about this, this but Jake? Jake wasn't on the show last week, so he wouldn't know about that. Well, hey, that's fine. Actually, it's that's, six that's days a lie. Ago. He was, was half on the show. Also, yeah, that's well, that's because we recorded on Saturday. Ah, the first true. half of the movie. I mean, no, this is all mm-hmm. happening live. There's no. This is all recorded live and that, pumped out directly to your Jake ear holes. That's why Jake says we're coming at you live. He speak. wouldn't lie to you, or would he? 
is he trustworthy? Mm. I don't know. That was a pretty don't shady wink. Don't give, don't give, don't give away my secrets now. <laughs> you hear? That's how I get all. That's how I get my. That's how I keep my friends around. I'm keep them on the edge of their seats. Uh, uh, keep it on the edge of your yeah. seats, much like. Are we out of trailers? Uh, we might be out of trailers. Yeah, there's no. We got two more. Uh, uh, Cheaper by the dozen. Wait, did we ever talk about this? Or I tried. Did I try to talk about this? No, yes. we talked about this before you the see. show. Oh, I think I thought about. The show. I thought about. Th- I thought about saying something around dozen, because I think we mentioned thirteen. Yeah, like that was Baker's when we were talking dozen. about it before the show. Fucking balls. Whatever. Well, cheaper by the dozen on Disney Plus is coming out uh, shortly but surely. Uh, and they're putting a racial twist on it. Gotta love that. Uh, Zach Braff is uh, integrating his family unit into a uh, another woman uh, who is African-American into her family unit. That's probably the worst way you could have put that, Jake. Um, and then they spawn, they sire a couple um, mixed-race kids, which is My great. My asshole we is love so that. clenched right love that now. that representation. Because I'm worried about what um, some shit might come out of your mouth. Zachary Braff seems like a very loving, caring father-slash-stepfather. You know, the father that stepped up in this I mean, household, he, he is like he is the perfect choice for this movie because he is known for having the greatest mixed race bromance of all time. Oh, yeah, on Scrubs. So it's a it's a perfect fit. Now here. I don't want to speak for the black community, but <laughs> nor are you in any way qualified to do so. <laughs> <laughs> I have known a few people of color in my time. <laughs> Some of my best <laughs> coffee has been black. <laughs> I prefer my coffee black. And I'm not actually, racist. Uh, I like my coffee one of my, black. Half of my favorite color combination is black. My favorite combo, black and red. Love it. Gotta love it. Look, I'm an ally, okay? I'm an ally. And I think I speak on behalf of all African-American people out there that I think Zach Braff deserves an N-word pass. Now, will he use it? Hey, that's up for the Braff man I mean, to decide on I don't that know. one. After what happened to Joe Rogan, I don't think anyone. <laughs> well, he's not using it necessarily with the hard R. Rogan said that a couple times, but I don't know. Him and the Turkleton, man, they were they were close, and they seem like really good friends, both on and off the camera. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. What their relationship is. I'm sure they're friends because they did a show together for eight years. But. Probably. Yeah, you either learn to love each other or you learn to hate each other on on that kind of a series. Yeah, I think this. Um, I think this. Is it a show? I is believe it's a movie. This, cheaper by the dozen? Hmm. Well, at least it'll get. It's like a Band-Aid. Just yeah, rip I don't, it off. That's I fine. Don't, I it's mean, even better, actually. This is a, a remake of a remake. It's much like Doolittle in that regard. Um, I've never seen the, I've never mm. seen either Cheaper by the Dozen. I know that... Really? I, I thought it was pretty good. 
I, sure. I, mean, I was also like five when I saw I, it. I mean, I, I have no <laughs> doubt that it was a perfectly passable movie and that its Rotten Tomato scores should not be indicative of its quality. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that got that bad of yeah. a rating on it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it does not live up to its uh Well, standards. I'm... It, it, it kind of lumps into, like, it's one of those Hollywood twins things where, like, I didn't see Cheapy by the Dozen, I saw Daddy Daycare. Sort of dealy about. Mm. It's not both of them. Mm-hmm. They made a second Cheaper by yeah. the Dozen? Yes. Shit, okay. I think they made three. Oh. Now they're making another... Wow. Can you imagine they came out with a two-movie gift set of Cheaper by the Dozen and Cheaper by the Dozen 2? How much do you have to hate somebody to give them this <laughs> So if as you're a gift? afraid of being arrested for a glitter bomb, um, this is another good alternative to send to your enemies. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's, there's like, stuff, like, where you can send them, like, shit or... Uh, little little tiny dicks. I hear if dicks. you pay extra for I've the shit delivery one. service, they will actually light it on fire at their doorstep for you. That's a good. They they that's a good one. Yeah, bet you can't find. They a do Steve have Martin some pending litigation about all those houses that burned down because of it, but you know the lawyer seems optimistic that they'll be able to get out of it. Mm. Turns out there was a lot of unraked pine needles that had uh, swept up close to the door, and uh, nobody was home for a good hours, seven hours. You know, so, just, you know, it's one of those things. It, it turns out, who'd have thought this? No one could have predicted this, but fire, when left unattended, is incredibly dangerous. Who, who would have known? Yeah, I mean, they. Speaking of fire, they wanted to utilize <laughs> our next trailer. What? Wait. <laughs> Our next trailer. <laughs> Sorry, you have already used that trailer in a segue. Please try another. Um, the Adam Project. Oh, how do we uh, about that one? It's a, it's a movie. Yeah. It's got Ryan Reynolds, and he's a time traveling pilot, and he teams up with his younger self, and Jennifer Garner's also in there, and his dad, and he's got a laser Mark stick. Mark Ruffalo was there, and and Zoe. So Solanda, so Gamora, Deadpool, and the Hulk walk into a bar, and there's no punchline. <laughs> yeah, I think they said the Hulk just punches them all. I think Ryan Reynolds said, "Hey, I really like that scene from uh, Free Guy when I use the lightsaber. Can we have more of that?" And then they gave him this. And hey guys, remember that movie Free Guy was in? Me neither. Give, do another one. We're going to do another and one, guys. It's going to have time travel. This has, like... This has, like, Zathura vibes to it. Where, like... It's going to yeah. be marketed out the wazoo. And be mediocre. Yeah, it's going to be, like... A, it's going to be kind of well, weird. I remember when Zathura I can, I can came out. I remember weird. the marketing kind of, like, really pushing up the... Hey, guys, remember Jumanji with Robin Williams? What if Jumanji was in space? Yeah. And I also remember, um, this also reminds me of, uh, what was the one with George Clooney with like the pin that like you could, uh, was it? Futureland? Yeah, Futureland. 
remember people also hyped that one up as like, oh, we're looks oh, like it's got really good cinematography. It's got George Clooney. Tomorrowland. Yeah, it was based I think that's off it was, yeah. of the, the area of Disney World, loosely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean... And people were I really hyped that, about yeah. that. And it's then it was... Quite disappointing, uh, yeah. Subpar. I wanted that to be good. I thought it looked <laughs> interesting. But it ended up sucking, which is unfortunate. Uh, just like um, the unfortunate fate of Spider-Man No Way Home. Dethroned this week at the box office... It took two. It took two movies to say, "Hey, get and, out of here, and old it man!" Barely lost to Moonfall. So number one this week, by a pretty convincing margin, in fact, is Jackass Forever. Um, I guess people just got tired of watching Spider-Man over and over again because in its eighth week, it finally dropped below the second spot. <laughs> um. <laughs> That was pretty yeah, crazy. Incredible run for that movie. Uh, Jackass Forever. After 11 years, the crew is back for their final crusade until they need more money. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, I think they forgot to add in that last bit. Because that's definitely what's going on. $28 million domestically, $5 million internationally for a total of $33.6 million. And in second place, getting lapped by fucking jackass forever is Roland Emmerich's new magnum opus Moonfall Moonfall <laughs> Moonfall well, you knew, what a moon like you knew it was in trouble when night. they advertised in the trailer from the director of Independence Day and Godzilla <laughs> and all his shitty fucking movies <laughs> Remember this guy? Remember? What are his, like, best movies? Independ- well, he's most well-known for, like, Independence Day. Yeah. And, like, Day After Tomorrow. Oh, the original? Oh, the original? Well, he did. He directed yeah. both. Yeah. 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 Okay. He did the remake, movie. too. He he does all the disaster movies. He looks like a swamp. He did Godzilla from 98. He did... No, wait, did was, he do uh, The Happening? Sh- Sh- shame Alone. Or is that... Sh- um, yeah, he's done all San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Which was the earthquake movie. Um, yeah, just a lot of, a lot of bad, bad movies. Um, but was Moonfall in a similar vein? It's made $15 million worldwide so far with 11, almost 12 of that being domestic gross. But, uh, you know, it's got a 5.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And it's got a thirty-nine percent Rotten Tomatoes, so uh, you know, not the worst. It technically by tomato meter and by IMDb score. Well, actually, no, by IMDb score, it's worse than the Steve Martin cheaper by the dozen. But by tomato meter, it is better. <laughs> how do oh, you the tomatometer? How do you resolve an us. issue like this? Jake, I really don't think he looks that much like a thwomp. <laughs> you can post all the pictures of thwomps you want. I don't think it's going to change my mind. It was more. It was more I, this original image from uh, with uh, the white menace himself, Will Smith. Yes, Peter. 
I call, call on me. Call okay, on me, Spear. How do, how do we resolve answer. these these conflicting bits of information? What do we do? Summary execution. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> would you like to take a stab at what do you do when you receive conflicting information from two different review outlets? How do you settle that? Number one answer still on the board. We well, I like to go take my user review yes. seed and make another user to review a, a an IMDb user to judges review these movies. I take we take judges. a fresh seed. What do you think, that? Kurt? Are you aware of the power of user reviews? I'm I'm just IMDb getting, cream I'm just pies from our judges. For, we do accept that, that IMDb that, cream pies still on the board. <laughs> All right. So, wait. First, you have to spend five minutes laughing. Oh, I, did you just say that? Oh my god! I, you know, you, yeah, yeah. My mother watches. You can't say that on TV, you, honey. You've made it about you. Um, yeah. You ask leading questions, <laughs> you get leading answers. Okay, okay. That's how. That's how the fucking game works, Stephen. What's the weirdest thing you've done in bed? Uh, have a sex. You can't say uh, that on a TV. Sex? Kansas don't know no hot wings. <laughs> oh, I never. I got the vapors. My mama. My mama would never. That's cheap. Never. <laughs> it's making me want to misannounce the winner of the the World Beauty Pageant, the Miss Universe Pageant. He should have just done his his uh his family feud face at the end of that and be like, oh, oh, no, I say that I'm, I'm sorry, Mister Potato. <laughs> what I meant Mr. to say, Potato had given fucking life. Was the real? Um, so we've got some IMDb user reviews here. Um, I will start with a uh, a review here, a ten out of ten from Zachary Leonard, who has an interesting take on this movie. <clears throat> this. Is a hundred percent an American version of Iron Sky. For those of you who do not know what Iron Sky is, I will give a recap! Exclamation mark. Iron Sky is a failed franchise that solely focused on conspiracy theories regarding the moon. The first film was Nazis on the moon. The second film dealt with the last remaining remnants of humanity living on the moon, which learned about a major conspiracy that centered around the center of the earth, exclamation mark, and parenthetical, I'm pretty sure that's no longer going to be released. The third Iron Sky film, not connected to the other two, dealt with students uncovering another conspiracy involving the moon and the Illuminati. Cease your investigations, Zachary Leonard. (laughs) Um, I am 100% not joking about this. The fact that the Iron Sky franchise even exists is bonkers! Exclamation mark. Obviously, the franchise was supposed to extend to TV shows and multiple video games as well. However, they never came to fruition because of obvious reasons. The studios that backed the insane franchise went bankrupt, and everything that was supposed to be released a while back now has been on indefinite hold! Exclamation mark. Moonfall actually succeeded in one area that Iron Sky franchise did it with two films. Oh, the film had a set tone, decent pacing, and comparing with the Iron Sky films, a decent plot. My only critique is that the last 10-15 minutes of the moon felt movie felt horribly rushed. Other than that, I thought the film was incredible. I am 100% convinced that the director had some inspiration from Iron Sky when making this film. However... 
we will never know until he actually says that himself. Two out of three people found that helpful. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a and, uh, okay. I'd say roughly 60% of it was not about Moonfall. <laughs> no. I, it was a, he just wanted to he, tell the other series I remember series when Iron watched. Sky first came out. My uncle Chris was like, you got to watch this movie. It's fucking hilarious. And it was. And it's it's one. It's like a Kung Fury type mm-hmm. stupid, silly movie. It knows. Like flash in the pan. Watch yeah, it, it knows it's stupid and, then... and it knows it's silly. But this guy, I guess, had like a financial stake in it and he went bankrupt and that's why he's pushing it on fucking Moonfall. Yeah. He's uh he's parlaying his bet. Yeah. I so I was gonna read Trashfall, which I mean I just I mean, come on, you gotta do it after that title, but I found gold. gold cherry. Turns out if you scroll enough and you go just by whatever. No, these aren't prolific reviewers. These are the creme de la creme of IMDb users. Oscar underscore man. Oh, Oscar, Oscar. man. Oscar man. One out of ten. Man. Currently watching with Jake and heaps of other friends. Oh, all right. I'm. This is a review from inside the movie. <laughs> Audacious. I'm here now at the drive-in movies for Heidi's birthday. With 15 to 25 close friends. He's got I'm him a little a Chrysler high, and, and seats about quite... 20s. <laughs> so come on. Bring the your moonfall money. This is going to all be a pun on a song. I'm going to be mad. But he said, I'm here at the drive in movies for Heidi's birthday with 15 to 25 close friends. I am a little high and had quite. Yeah, quite or quiet. Yeah, quiet. Yeah, quiet. A few Jack and Cokes doubles. So that has helped me enjoy help me parts of home. this film. <laughs> but if I if I were to be a hundred percent honest, I would have to say I just don't don't understand what's going on because they just kept doing stuff that in reality wouldn't happen. Maybe if they didn't have this plot at all, and instead of what's happening, they did a completely different storyline. It would be good, but because of the plot they chose, it has just made me really upset. Oh, he's oh he's oh he's European. My favorite part so far <laughs> was when I left and got popcorn from the snack shack, and got to talk to a guy about how good the popcorn was. I'm so sorry to everyone that watches this movie in the future. Maybe I'm just too high. I don't know. But seriously, go read a book or something instead. Kind of wish I just had an early night at home, but I'm also pretty glad I came out tonight because it's been a good time, good tie. See see them after I just got back from a month-long trip in Nashville, Tennessee. I was unfortunately sick most of my trip, but the days I got out were really fun. If anyone is looking for a good adventure, go to Nashville and don't watch this film. Thanks. Six out of twelve found that helpful. That took so, a fucking turn. I need. I. I have. I have like two requests twisted. for information under the Freedom of Information Act. Um, yeah, how I, many reviews does this man have, and how old is his IMDb account? Uh, 
he well, IMDb member for five okay. years. Uh, one other movie. Was it similarly <laughs> insane? <laughs> Wait, it's not a movie. Is it a movie? Wait. That's not. That's. Not, I don't think it's, it's a. Not, it must be an episode. Um. Let me see if I can find out the episode. Uh, the ranch. <laughs> no, it was just the entirety of the ranch. <laughs> Netflix is the ranch. This man really just. He delved up his old IMDb account at the drive-in. Since it's one one other one, The Ranch, mixing Milo with ice cream. Firstly, this is a bloody fantastic show. Secondly, it's got bloody great music. Thirdly, I've cried a bunch of times. Fourthly, Milo goes great on ice cream. 10 out of 10. What the fuck is Milo? Know. Why are you talking? <laughs> it's, uh, it's basically Nesquik powder. But uh, for British people. Oh, so he is. He's well, British. The, the, the four uses of bloody yeah, in that paragraph that tip you off to that. Bloody. Well, it could have been uh, a variety of, of you know, that area. I don't know. Of uh, mm. Ireland or Scotland or something. I could see somebody from there doing it. Or, or I thought Australian might have been too. But he didn't use the C <laughs> word enough, so. Oh, you can't. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm talking about plenty cunt, of cunts here. Cunt not the drive-in. Um, so we got this five out of ten here from Walter M. Williams. Uh, what Walter's watching? Uh, and this is just they just found a boomer and they just recorded him after the show. Moonfall sounds like a new James Bond film, but it's not. The gorgeous Halle Berry climbs on board a graffiti-encrusted retired space shuttle one more time with her buff co-pilot Patrick Wilson for one more trip around the moon to save planet Earth from certain annihilation. Thank goodness for a fake doctor, John Bradley, discovering before NASA that a mysterious force has knocked the moon off its orbit around Earth. Uh, In effect, our moon is like a huge pinball machine, screaming out, TILT! This alien force on the moon is life, but not as we know it, Jim. The main cast is supported by a string actors in a counterproductive subplot trying to get to higher, safer ground, including Michael Pena, Charlie Plummer, the late Christopher Plummer's relation, and others. The two-hour, ten-minute runtime could have been sliced significantly without this other story. It's like when you order a great steak and the restaurant gives you a side dish you'll only play with your fork, but never actually eat. At first, the math in this movie added up, but then it went south quicker than a downhill skier in the Winter Beijing Olympics. The majority of the special effects CGI was spectacular, and you could see where the $150 budget went. However, the title scenes were like watching a model train set derail. Meanwhile, the interior moonshots are worthy of Alien, or dare I even say it, Star Wars. Watch out for the iconic Donald Sutherland, who only gets one lousy scene and then blows his brains out. Maybe because he finally read the script which director Roland Emmerich had a hand in. Emmerich loves a good disaster movie. He's been in charge of a few. 20212? That's not the... The Day After Tomorrow, Godzilla, 
Congrats to Harold Closer on an epic score that saves the day more than a conspiracy theorist could. But hey, what would this reviewer know? I heard a couple leaving the cinema saying, I liked it. Maybe I see too many movies and it makes me hypercritical. I'm still waiting for my free bagel, KC Houseman. And the Three sunshine out of found that helpful. I don't know what I, that last line neither do I. at all. Um, okay, from Ed XNA, I got a 10 out of 10. Just wow. I saw 2012 and The Day After Tomorrow. Both of them were really great apocalyptic movies, and I knew this would be good as well, but I wasn't expecting it to be like this. The director really evolved. Great cast, amazing special effects, and very interesting theory. And that plot twist, damn! Actually, he didn't. He didn't think "damn" was worthy of an exclamation mark. Uh, now, this is my second favorite movie after Nolan's Interstellar. <laughs> That's a great. That is job. quite the uh, the top two. Well, he also two said there. that Roland Emmerich evolved in this movie. Now, what about the trailer? <laughs> Seemed like an evolution for Roland Emmerich. It's as much of an evolution as the movie 17 evolution. Out of 20 found that helpful. Oh, they actually... Their taste in movies might not be terrible. They rated Pulp Fiction and The Godfather appropriately high, and they gave Ad Astra one star, so... Mm. Oh, they also shat on Joker. Fair enough. Um, yeah. An enigma. Truly. <clears throat> All right. So one one out of ten time? Yeah, that's usually how that works. Let's do so, it, Jake. One out of ten. This guy's a little bit more serious. He's got a more serious name. I guess I'm going with uh with full ass names. Xavier underscore stone. I guarantee his name is not Xavier Stone. One out stone. of ten. Oh, his name is a hundred percent Xavier Stone. And he's a professor somewhere, you know it. <laughs> Did I just say that because I'm professor pretty sure Ives? that's I wonder. why he said that. Mm. Absolutely an abomination. One star dialogue. You do know how to start a car, right? She says. And he replies, I should warn you. I had my license revoked. Smirk. Let's have a mission launch date and time, and then tell everyone to go home before it kicks off, then find a solution three minutes later, and everyone has disappeared and not available. A bad mix of 2012, Armageddon, The Core, and other B-rated films, then makes it worse. Talk about the wrong stuff. This is just terrible in all aspects. More great dialogue. You can't be serious. We didn't come this far to fail. There's got to be another way. God help us all. Why are those bad? Why are those bad? I don't... Like, unless they're, like, delivered, like, shittily, like, You can be serious. Or, why didn't... We didn't come this far to fail. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's kind of cliche. Maybe just cliche. The ending has a little clichy. 
The ending has to be rated on a 50 scale, as in 3 out of 50. Seriously that bad? Dude, you're rating on a 10 scale. What the fuck? Doesn't It's a percentage, my guy. He's he's just making shit up. No wonder this director only gets to film to make a film every 5 to 8 years. Only 8 in 26 years? Come on. He could do that in his sleep, I bet. And he, yeah, this guy wants him to put up Bruce Willis numbers. Did you see the half in the bag about that? Yeah, I sent that one to you guys before you caught. I don't you remember sent it back that. to me. But I was totally right on the show last week about there being like a weird Godfrey Ho-esque conspiracy to it all. It was, it's, it's a production line, baby. And finally... And he happened to have something decent with Stargate and got a gr- got a spinoff. Next movie out in 2030. I'll pass. Oh, love the Trumpian. Wow. I'll pass. I'm too, I'm too good for you. 19 out of 34. Find the helpful. All right, Xavier. All right, Xavier. Go get stoned. Go get stoned. Uh, finally, we got this 6 out of 10 from Cosmasp. Um, 6 out of 10. Independence Moon, Moon Armageddon. Um, Emmerich, who are you going to hire when it comes to a movie of this kind and caliber? I mean, one is almost tempted to say that he's doing one thing in different forms slash movies. Yeah, that's, that's me. I'm saying that. There are elements from so many other movies here, be it in the characters or the themes of the movie. The important question, though, is can you suspend your disbelief? And I don't just mean a little. I'm talking about all the way there. And if you've done that, all the cliches come out and they will make you cringe. The characters feel like they have a story put upon them. You'll either find certain things gullible or plain offensive to your taste buds. The special effects are top-notch, but the dialogue, not so much. Many moments that feel lame, quite frankly... The whole patriotism thing is to be expected, but that doesn't make it any better either. Michael Pena feels underused. I don't hate him, which may just be which may be just enough, I reckon. Pun intended. What? Patrick Wilson and Halle Berry are the ones that save the day. No pun intended. John Bradley may be the wild card. But he also is hit and miss. His character, that is, he is trying to his best, I'd say, just never criticize the conspiracy guy from Godzilla versus Kong ever again, if you actually love this character right here. Nothing more to say here other than it is quite rich that Emmerich criticizes Star Wars and the MCU when he's unable to make a coherent blockbuster of his own that at times make Fast and Furious look like it's legit and realistic. I know, right? But as you can see in my rating, I didn't mind too much. Or rather, I'm being kind again. Something I've been accused a lot of anyway. Two out of three found that helpful. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just don't know. These bitches be crazy. All right, so that's Moonfall. Uh, in third, Spider-Man, No Way Home, down from its top spot last week, but only down 13.6% in gross. 
So uh, just strong opening from uh, Jackass Forever and a good enough opening from uh, Moonfall here. Mm-hmm. Um, nine, another $9 million, and it's made $1.778 billion so far, which uh, I think we said was good enough for sixth all time, something like that. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. Scream drops two spots as well, uh, down 34.2%, and already leading theaters at quite a clip. Um, that's brought in $121 million worldwide so far. Sing 2 is in the fifth, down 9.7%, so it's holding on pretty steadily too. That's brought in $293 million worldwide, so, I, so that... That did all right for itself. Um, the King's Man, which I believe is on Disney Plus this week. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I so, wouldn't uh, doubt it. Potential review of that coming in at some point. Uh, $121 million worldwide for that. Uh, $1.22 million uh, this week, down 26% week over week. Redeeming Love down 42.8%, $1.011 mil. Uh, only made eight million worldwide so far. American Underdog down thirty two point eight percent, seven hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars, twenty six million worldwide. Well, all domestic really. Uh, nothing guess it didn't play overseas. Who'd have thought the American football movie wouldn't have gotten much play overseas? It's a real wonder. Uh, the three five five down forty seven point five percent. Another big week for that. Not six hundred ninety-eight thousand dollars. It's honestly yep, out of nearly a thousand theaters. Twenty-eight million dollars worldwide. Gotta think that was a bit of a bomb. And rounding out the top ten, we have Licorice Pizza, up two point three percent in fourteen more theaters, for reasons that don't make a ton of sense. Um. <laughs> Crush Pizza, it's gotta, it's gotta make some more people angry. Twenty-one point five four. So I wasn't here that week. What, what's, what's the deal with, what's the deal with Licorice Pizza? Um, it was just the fact that the, so the relationship between the main characters, uh, so in the movie that is not in real life, the boy was like fourteen, the girl was like twenty-three. Twenty-three. It was like kind of creepy. That's well, also a weird age difference thing. And they yeah. made they turned it to like a love story, like a like a kid fawning after her, and she was like into it at a certain point. And it's like, yo, if the roles were reversed, this would be lambasted all over the internet. So it was mostly people being like, yo, kind of creepy. Yeah, what's, what's a little statutory and not okay? rape between friends? I don't even know if she like actually does that, but like. She definitely. Well, we see in the trailer, she flashes her tits yeah, at him. So that's exposing herself to a minor. Yeah, mm. not tasteful. But yeah, tasteful misdemeanor is what that'll Mis- get you. Misdemeanor. I was yep. sad that uh, coming in at number eleven. I think it was number eleven, right? Um, opening the wolf and the lion. A wolf pup and a lost lion cub are rescued by a girl in the heart of the Canadian wilderness. Their friendship will change their lives forever. Yes. <laughs> the oh, it only made fourteen million worldwide. The, uh, the well-known Canadian fuck you, small lion. animals. 
How does that wait? So this just made more most of its money overseas because it didn't make fourteen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it just it made most everything overseas. Um. All right. Well, let's pivot over to gaming news. Twitch tightens up username rules and will now ban references to hard drugs or sex. However, references to alcohol, tobacco, and marijuana are still okay, so. Well, that makes me sad. My my username, Poonslayer69, 420XX, will have to change. Damn it. Um, yeah, so it's kind of silly. Here are the new rules if you really give a shit. Breaking the law, including terrorism or child exploitation. Violence Breaking and threats, hateful conduct. These are things that will get you banned. Uh, harassment, sexual harassment, sexual harassment, unauthorized sharing of private information, aka doxing, impersonation. What? I can't do impressions anymore. Am I going to get banned on Twitch for doing my impressions? Yeah. What is? I guess pretending to be another user. So, you know, I'm safe from that because if they try and catch me, I just ask them. Yeah, yeah, who am I? Who am I doing an impression of? And they can't. <laughs> no, one, no one they can't can answer. answer. They're stumped. Oh, oh, these are oh, for usernames. So, oh, so if you like say, oh, I'm, I'm ninja or whatever. N- wait, but wouldn't it not allow you to have that name? Oh, I'm, I think these are just. Uh... Or like definitely PewDiePie. Yeah, Maybe that's it's, what it is. These are fucking weird. Self destructive behavior i don't know how you can have that in a username uh references to recreational what i don't if know <laughs> i'm gonna kill myself for references to recreational drugs hard drugs tobacco or hard drugs and drug abuse with the exceptions of alcohol tobacco and marijuana I don't like the impersonation thing. What because if they that's, ban you for being what for like happens saying to... Molly 898 or whatever, but your name's actually Molly? No, it's... Oh, yeah, true. Um, but, like, like some people in, like, I remember Hassan's chat, he would read out some of the usernames, and they'd be, like, Hassan's helicopter pilot. So can you not even impersonate a fictional character? Come on, this is what happens. It is what happens when we become communist China. We crack down on the on this free speech. I'm becoming a conservative slowly but surely, especially with this little zit in the middle of my forehead. I look like I'm going to be sniped in a minute. <laughs> That's the real red scare. Yeah, the real red scare. Honestly, breakouts. Hey, get wash your face. A lesson everybody Call at home. Call the U.S. So there Army, was there's a, oil uh, on your face. Yeah. Don't be Italian. There was a You'll Nintendo Direct. Is that what ZD comes from? It's just plural as it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we just take little uh, all the prepubescent boys and have them pop their little zits into a little bowl. That adds a little spice to the <laughs> dough. It's not ricotta, guys. Yeah, I always knew no, ricotta cheese not. tastes a little funky. It's got Yeah, it's got a funk to it. <laughs> ah! oh. <laughs> Delicious. A nice pan of zitty. It's like a mama used to uh, make it. Eh? Now, don't even get me asking about penny pasta. <laughs> oh you don't want to know. <laughs> well, orachete is made from ears, so. What know. about machete? There's What's that? that made from? 
machete. Uh, he gets free cameos in uh, Disney products. Colonoa uh, 1 and 2 are getting remastered, and they're coming to the PC as well as the Switch. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct where a lot of things got announced. Uh, a lot of remakes got announced. Uh, there's a new Super Mario Strikers coming out. If that's your thing. Splatoon 3 is going to be a thing. Um, it feels mm-hmm. like that's really soon for another Splatoon. <laughs> Splatoon, honestly, the I, so I watched a little bit of the direct. Uh, the Splatoon kind of looked like just a I, DLC. You know like what it, Splatoon feels like? It's going to be Nintendo's it? Call of Duty. They're just going to shit one out every other year. Uh, did you yeah, see the trailer of it? They're literally playing on Call of Duty. Like the the beginning of the trailer was uh, all like the little squid kids, the squids, um, the squidlings in a helicopter. There's a helicopter, and they're like it's Vietnam style, dropping them into battle, and then they're running out shooting ink at salmon bitches. Jake, I think I think you have your references wrong. We all know that if someone is jumping out of a helicopter with a gun, uh, it's got to be Fortnite. They, you know, that Fortnite invented aerial parachutes. Peter, you fucking nerd! It's a school bus with with balloons. I think I it's balloons. I'm sorry, Jake. It's the party uh, bus. Jurassic Cross is another one that's being uh, remastered. Drop me, Jake. drop me over, Tomato uh, Town. Colonel Cross, the uh, not really like sequel to, or really like follow up to Chrono Trigger, but. They put the Chrono name on it, and Square developed it, so I guess you can come. Yeah, it's the weird site. It's the weird sequel. Um, I've I got like a third of the way through Chrono Cross at one point, and then the story started getting wonky. And I I was like I was in the middle of one of the side quests for the I want to say like literal hundred playable characters you can collect in that game yeah so it's it... uh and i was like uh i don't know what i'm doing anymore yeah um and it looks it looks pretty nice it's a fun game though uh the remaster here um and it's coming to pc so that's cool um yeah it was a little controversial at the time because it marketed itself as a chrono trigger sequel but it was uh, very different from Chrono Trigger, so uh, that's good. Uh, Jake posted a GIF of Naruto holding an L, but it didn't GIF. He was supposed to be dancing. But it, speaking it's, it's, speaking it's, of holding it's L's, supposed to be a GIF. Um, yeah, I'm holding it. Well, e, uh, Elon Musk is going to hold that L because SpaceX loses forty <laughs> Starlink satellites. It was literally that fucking scene from Don't Look Up where all the rockets just... Oh, yeah. It's like, nope. That had to be incredibly bad luck. I heard about this. Was it because they shot them up? They shot up all the Starlink satellites uh, while, like, as as soon as that solar event happened? The The geomagnetic storm made the air too thick. Yeah. So the space weather... Gunked up the spa- the satellites and made them go on back to re-entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they're all like autonomous, or probably they're probably got like one speed. Yeah, whatever they're, it is, and they're they're finally tuned to the you know usual consistent mm-hmm. space weather that we have in our 
uh, so. troposphere or whatever the fucking highest highest stratosphere we have. He he got a good twenty percent of those satellites that he launched actually up into the low orbit. But fear not, fellow onlookers, th- looking up at the moon and the stars, thinking hey, one day another billionaire will go up there and look down on me. Fear not, those will not fall on your house. They will not fall on your car. They will dissolve into the atmosphere and become... They'll fall little, into your lungs. Little mini pollutants <laughs> for you to breathe in later and then get cancer. So you may go into bankruptcy trying to fix yourself that mm-hmm. the problem that Elon Musk has created for you. It's it's uh, They're calling it ultra-low <laughs> orbit... Um, Starlink, personal Starlink. You will be able to connect to other Starlink uh, breathers. (laughs) Yeah, you've heard of farm to table. (laughs) Now get ready for space to lungs. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, this is kind of on on topic, um, but also not. Um, I just, I saw an ad on Reddit where... Like Miller Lite was holding a party in their metaverse for the big game. So that wasn't <laughs> was a like, fever dream? No. It's like a big ad thing that you can go and you can be inside their Miller Lite ad for the big game. Ironically, I saw that on Twitter. It was an actual ad. And I saw Miller Lite's meta bar that you can join for all all you common folk that drink Miller Lite that definitely... Drink Miller Lite. Forget your Oculus Rift and your haptic suit and your motion sensors out of your, your old Miller Lite. You know, What's wrong with ha- Miller Lite? Those go together. It's, you know, you got you know that feeling you get when you you hop in your Ford F one fifty and you get back from your coal mining job and you crack open a cold Miller Lite and you put on your Oculus Rift that you just got for Christmas and you slap on your haptic suit and your motion sensors and you log into the Oasis living room <laughs> and. The, <laughs> and you log into the the metaverse. Yeah, you can do <laughs> that. You can do that with the rest of us normal folk at the Miller Lot Meta Bar while you watch the big game. Yeah, that was my. And then put the. Uh, I want all I want is one. to have the Miller Lite Meta Bar have a mechanical bull like a meta bull. But with full haptic feedback, so you actually get thrown across the room while you're riding the mechanical <laughs> bull in the metaverse. Uh, uh, speaking of meta, meta playing chicken with the European uh, user base of Facebook has caused its stock to plummet in value and has led to NVIDIA now being worth more than meta as a company. <laughs> So uh, uh-huh. NVIDIA has Yo, snapped NVIDIA up buys meta. Uh, into seventh spot in the U.S. I don't think they – I think it would be difficult for them to buy meta because uh, – Yo, just, just do it. Just take out a small a business small loan, loan from your local bank. NVIDIA, just do it. Put your company on the line. Kick the zuck out. Him and his alien boys. Um, there's a hidden blueprint in Dying Light 2 that gives you a literal finger gun with explosive results. Um, there's a secret developer Nifty. room and a blueprint for the left finger of Glova. 
um how do you find that so yeah it's it's a finger gun i don't know if it's like a debug fucking option or if it was left in as a joke but it's in there uh lastly epic will not be supporting fortnite on the steam deck uh tim sweetie said that efforts to improve easy anti-cheat compatibility with steam deck are underway but won't include fortnite um he described the steam deck as an amazing move by valve praising as an open platform where users are free to install software of their choosing but he more recently delivered some bad news for fortnite fans Hope to play the Battle Royale game on Steam Deck, saying that Epic does not have plans to update it for the handheld. Now, I believe that you can install Windows on the Steam Deck, and then you can play Fortnite in Windows. I don't think everything works yet with Windows, um, but I that's something that's definitely going to be developed more and more as time goes on. Um so there will be a workaround for this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Jake. Jake's telling me I've been, I'm being told we have one more story. I I was I was totally fine to move on. Uh, I just I I don't know if you saw it too, but I couldn't get past the headline, and I thought it was clickbait. Wordle, Wordle. Has, has everybody at home played Wordle? Raise your hand. I, I, yes. Well, I have two. A little app on the internet. Wordle but I've never actually played myself. Oh. Wordle. Headline is, Wordle foils naked kidnapper. I was like, I was like, how? How? How could this have happened? Turns out, the article explains, and it did. It, it has some legitimacy. CBS reports that 80-year-old grandmother Denise Holt was rescued following a 17-hour hostage ordeal. Police were alerted by Mrs. Holt's daughter, who was disturbed when her mum had not, as was her habit, sent over her solution to the Daily Wordle Challenge. Miss Holt was asleep in her home in Chicago, Illinois, when a naked man, when, sorry, when a man entered the house by smashing a window. Miss Holt awoke to a naked and bleeding individual, he had cut himself on the glass, pointing a pair of scissors at her who subsequently climbed into her bed while saying he wouldn't harm her. The suspect then forced her around the house, disconnecting phones and taking knives from the kitchen before forcing Mrs. Holt to take a warm bath with him. <laughs> so then okay. she got locked in a bathroom for 17 hours she was in shock and everything uh, police arrived at the property and a standoff ensued with the suspect which ended when a SWAT team got involved and used a stun gun to take him into custody Miss Holt was rescued from the basement room and was unharmed oh locked in the basement Sorry, but but how many did she get it in <laughs> I don't, I don't. Uh, that was the point is that she didn't uh hold on let me let me see if it goes on to see if she well it would have been uh maybe she would have uh passed the next challenge i don't know if the next challenge had like come up yet does it have the date when she was kidnapped you could see what the word was uh yeah does it say i uh, did not realize I'd have to I'd have to go Peter, into like the said, CBS how report. Many did she get in? I did not realize you were talking about Wordle. 
Wordle. <laughs> oh, there's an uh, ad blocker or ad blocker thing. Uh, Let me scroll. Oh, stinky. stinky. Continue. Continue to stay. Okay, there we go. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up. I didn't say you can play. All right, this was published on February 1st. Um, so around there. I don't remember what the, what the one was, but it's probably something like naked. How ironic, right? Don't you think? Isn't it ironic? It's like a man so. in your living room. <laughs> room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a word will score. Naked and bleeding from the glass that cut himself. Um, speaking of glass, man, there's some glass in the <laughs> some episodes. Cobra Kai. <laughs> Woo! That's your that's your strongest it's, one. It's yet, a Kurt. natural transition. We were talking about glass. Just keep hitting the fucking home runs. No, you should have you should have said the glass ceiling is shattered by these oh, yeah, women. They got their, Come on. They went from competing with the men to having their own separate <laughs> separate but equal. <laughs> yeah, equality. Now we just got to call them the All Valley Divas. Uh, honestly, this is a provision that like should have been enacted like 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the I don't know what the traditionalists were all up in arms about. California being the progressive state that it is. We're not like, no, you can you can have this physical competition be uh, continuously be a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a unisex. I don't even remember if it was actually unisex or not. Um, but. Co-ed. co-ed. It was because they, they showed the videos of like girls going up against the ah, guys right. during the last one yeah. and they're like this is bad for pr because it was that 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 bigger the, the bigger girl who was i think was she cobra Kai she was in Dogen? one scene this season she had like a little bit left on her contract <laughs> yeah because so the... so sam drives out to santa barbara she's like all right it's time to do your scene <laughs> you were like 20 minutes short she's like i'm not doing anything this year I'm like okay do you want to get your sag uh thing renewed all right just be in this real quick sure why not I'll say a few lines for the heck of it and be the um, moral guess, compass for um, Sam. Yeah, she was Sam's like yeah, best friend, she, I think. Yeah, they she, were... Like, got her into karate. Well, I don't think she got her into karate. She started doing Cobra Kai, and I think it caused some friction between Sam and her, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes, yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. back yeah, when yeah, the yeah, show was right. a YouTube premium exclusive. <laughs> many, many moons yeah. ago. Yeah, so... Now that YouTube Premium is, or well, YouTube uh, movies are finally nixed. Yeah, who'd have thought that uh, oh, hiring is... YouTubers to star in television shows would not work out well? Um, I don't know if it didn't work. Well, that I mean, was Cobra like Kai was pretty exception. good. Yeah. Well, that's why it's continued on. Oh, well, like, yeah, uh, I guess it wasn't YouTubers. You know, also. How well did Good watch Game. Aaron Hansen on, on the Game Changers? Um, didn't. So PewDiePie's uh, Scare PewDiePie was good, but the uh, infamous bridge controversy happened, and then they they canceled it for good. They nixed the uh, entire second season, so that kind of sucked. Um, right. So Cobra Kai here, season four. It is a lot like last season. They just added in. 
it's the Cobra Kai yeah, drama it's, formula it's just now. All, everything works in circles. And, you know, I don't dislike complex storytelling, but my God, could you, like, have some more clarity on who's the bad guy in this whole thing? <laughs> yeah, like, who do we root for? Because every interaction, I think this the season had three cards it played. Um, I only guessed three because it's got to have more than the one I noticed, which was um, people have initially friendly conversation and then inexplicably one becomes the heel and they have a falling uh, a falling out. And then everyone walks Repeat. away disappointed. Yeah. It was it was it's yeah, pretty rough. Like they brought in John John Silver from the Karate Kid Part Three, um, and his role mm-hmm. in it. He had the potential to be a very interesting character as a guy who would like you know not be afraid to manipulate even even Crease, but they kind of like kiboshed any intrigue of that power struggle real quick. <laughs> Until like the finale, yeah, yeah. Which but they 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 could have done a lot more. With but it. I get what you're saying. Like, uh, had it you know maybe thematically parallel the the two yeah, protagonists that would have been good writing. Uh, instead, we got uh, more kids being upset, uh, more kids solving their problems with karate. Um, or that yeah. making more problems um, with and, karate. Uh, we had new characters introduced because we needed new characters. We really needed that that little kid to have his arc with Danny's fucking son. Mm-hmm. Immedi- immediately oh. get fucking spaghetti twirled into the stupid ass drama of the show. And then can't Mary- even last five seconds. <sighs> and not to mention also Mary sued right up to the top. Well, his dad's in the army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this kid does what? Yeah, what does that give him? Sleeveys? I don't, I don't, I don't know what you mean. He, he what, obviously what mean? knows how to be tough because his dad's in there. That's genetic, Jake. That gets passed down. Being in the army gets passed oh, down yeah. from generation to generation. I forgot. <laughs> Nature versus nurture. <laughs> he was raised to be hard and tough by his army dad. Yeah, look at his brother. His brother was one of the toughest kids in juvie. Robbie even said so, Jake. Robbie said so multiple times. They do a reference. They do a cutback. They say, hey, hey. I think Netflix shook me a little bit. Hey, remember this guy? Remember this guy? Callback. Remember that fucking two scenes that Robbie well, was in he's got a juvie? brother. At first, actually, I thought he was dead, <laughs> to be honest. So, <laughs> no, no, bad? I thought the same thing. Bad? It's like, what happened to you? I fucking thought You know, after what happened to your brother, dead? I'm like, oh, shit, man. His brother, like, fucking is dead. He's got to be dead. I'm like... But no, he's just in fucking shit. juvie. You're the man of the house. <laughs> His dad's like, like, he's dead to me. He's oh, dead. he's just in juvie. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother got poor grades and got in a couple bad fights at school, so he got himself sent to juvie. Hey, remember when they wanted Tori and Sam to fight for a championship, so they invented a whole women's division, and then they had to invent like five. They had to bring in yeah. five new women characters. 
to just fill in roles at the, like the fucking yeah. last minute in the season. I get it. Sounds like they did a writing, like they diverted somewhere where they're like, "Hey, we think Sam and Tori should have a like their moment in the spotlight," and they're like, "Well, we're like already filming and writing, well, so like, what, what do you want?" For, for like Peter said, like for a championship, like they could have easily had them face off in like a, a quarterfinal or a semifinal, and had that be like the resolution to that. But no, yeah, it had to be yeah. for the the big one. Like it had to be so, you know, Cobra Kai won in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they literally yeah, just it, touched so the, the next season can be the reign of terror yeah. of Cobra Kai, obviously, and you have the underground karate movement. They of literally Miyagi-Do, just Eagle Claw. They they literally just had the the um kind of where they're just like. What's better than one championship? Two championships. Yeah. <laughs> just like, all right, you little, you little brainless. This, <laughs> How'd you come up with that this genius fucking, idea? Like, I'm not ready to say that this show has completely like gone off the reservation. I think we may have come close to, or perhaps jumped the shark a little bit. But I feel like there's mm-hmm. like three good episodes worth of ideas in this season but unfortunately they had yes. to make 10 episodes and i think that's going to be a reoccurring issue for this yeah, show it's kind of forward it's exemplified for like the quote plot of this season where it was about the trials and tribulations of the the two sensei system which they kind of forget <laughs> about like four episodes in they they do their split like they were inevitably going to do because they they need to have their argument and split. Uh, but then they just kind of forget that, that need, they need to come back together until like the very end. Um, that's the So that's the other card. Uh, another card that they play is the I'm mad at you and then you're mad at me. No, I'm mad at you. <laughs> They're like trying to one-up each other's like anger with each other. There's a lot of conversations that go like that. In this yeah, season. it it just it all felt so circular in nature, and you know, like it all felt like filler. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like everything in this episode until the All Valley Tournament felt like filler, because like we start the season yeah. and end the season like pretty well. We don't end the season in the same place, but like from the start of the season to the start of the All, all Valley, like almost nothing of consequence happens. Like all the interpersonal storylines are in the same spot they were in. You just had some like extra zest thrown in there with fucking, you know, Mrs. Leluso <laughs> being a, a fucking delinquent in her youth and, and helping out Tori a little bit and Sam freaking out about that. And then of course the whole oh. Eagle claw, Eagle Fang, fucking Miyagi Do nonsense, and then Miguel just uh, mm-hmm. giving up <laughs> on karate dreams. <laughs> I think I think the one thing that got a little bit tiresome for me, other than like the repeated, like we basically saw the season just like different flavor. Uh, you know, season two and season three were the same thing. Um, was that all the all the like the kid characters? Like I get their kids, but they got some brains. They're not all one note. Like th- the best character for me was I think Robbie, just from the way 
he came out a little bit at the end and was like, hey, mm-hmm. like I, I forgive you a little bit. Other than that, all of them are well, annoying little pieces I of would, shit. I would say that are just Hawk like, also get over has it. a very pronounced character arc like throughout all the seasons. Hawk? I think Hawk yes, has Hawk, had the Hawk most too, yeah. character I think development Hawk out of any character. You're right. I, I totally... I, so, full disclosure, I watched Cobra Kai like when it when it first dropped. It's so been like that, what yeah. three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I did forget about Hawk. Yes, thank you for reminding me. Hawk, I think was also I would actually say almost better than Robbie. I wanted Robbie the most to be like just squash your beef. I'm just pissed it took it long as long yeah. as it did. Because he could yeah. continuously like time after time just like. You're putting up with these assholes at Cobra Kai who you clearly don't like and you said you don't want to do Cobra Kai and you're kind of like forcing yourself to do it. Just forgive your dad. Just go talk to your Make dad. Amends, dude. Come on. Who else do you have? And then, and then it was Hawk who definitely went through. Yeah, because he man, starts he went through like it. as the, the bullied nerd and then when he first does Cobra Kai he becomes a raving asshole. Oh, yeah. And then he kind of realizes the error of his ways and is is still like Cobra Kai Hawk, but not as big an asshole. And then, you know, in this season, he kind of comes back around to being the more complete vert. He's reached his final form. Yeah. 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 He's and been, he's, he's been full of him. I like, I like yeah. that they had him win because it kind of like validates his arc. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of unexpected because everyone was like, mm-hmm. Oh, it's obviously going to be Robbie and Miguel in the final again. So they can solve their issue. If you had told me that like Hawk and like season one or season two was like going to be honestly the most character development or anything that to care about, because for a while he was a little like, all right, you're just the asshole who's like overly a bully, like just the stereotypical bully, um, kind of cringe, kind of low key cringe. To possibly one of the most interesting characters and uh, uh, somebody who I can, like, who a lot of us can relate to. I mean, a lot of us probably can relate to him, to be honest, just because he's gone through so many things. Um, to finally being, like, the champion and, like, getting rewarded for the shit that he goes through with not only the girl, but the uh, yeah. but the trophy. Mm-hmm. That was that was definitely fulfilling to see. It was nice. It and then it, nice it melt. It did melt my heart to see Robbie come back to uh to Johnny. Um, kind of over Miguel and Sam. Don't really. I don't, yeah, that's some fucking Riverdale. Team I didn't really bullshit. care for that. Yeah, I'm just they, like they don't uh, really fit together. So as characters. So is Miguel gonna go learn like Mexican karate now? I mean, again, should we, should we just, like get into like spoiler territory? Probably. I mean, we, we've been again, talking it's, about this he's whole season already. <laughs> well, we're. I mean, I thought he just went. I thought oh, he was in Mexico well, I don't City, right? The end of it, but he's not. Yeah, yeah. He, he gets. I think he's just running to Mexico, Mexico City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to oh. get away from the valley. He's probably like making his way down. Well, he knows. Yeah, he knows where his father is. Yeah. So I think he was gonna go meet his dad. Of course, we'll also know karate. And uh, <laughs> so, yes, yeah. so I, I hope that's what I'm saying. Spanish or Hispanic? Fine. He's gonna wear Hispanic. all BJ Dillon. Yeah, dude. How, dude? Yeah, how? <laughs> what if he comes back and he's doing capoeira? And John is like, "What the fuck is this?" 
It's another martial art. Dancing for me right now. Show how will we adapt? (laughs) Yeah, that is. So, what if they do that? Is that going to be jumping the shark too much? Introducing like jujitsu and like like Brazilian jujitsu or capoeira into uh, Miyagi Do, and then it's Miyagi Eagle Fang. Aware. Aware. No, what they're going to do next season is. Um, Lawrence, Johnny Lawrence is going to be on his South American adventure all season and not interact with the other plot at all. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be LaRusso, I guess like he, he has to apparently deal with like his latent anger issues now because they fucking set that domino up and then just sort of left that, left that running where he like gets pissed off at Anthony. I, yeah, that whole the whole storyline with oh, Anthony. I forgot he was. A, yeah, that is, one fucking the scene. Whole fucking Anthony thing is just so out of left field and unnecessary. And like, I mm-hmm. I don't care about Danny as a character. <laughs> I've I forgot how the Anthony um uh, he just how breaks his fucking tablet himself. and screams Does at he... him for fucking around and being grounded. Yeah. D- no, yeah, but but like no, didn't he like confront the uh, the little kid? I forgot what his no. name was. Well, he says sorry at the All Valley Tournament, and gets the shit kicked in because again, that's the card they play. Like that's you right, were he mad got... at me, but now I'm mad at you, and I, we're yeah, not going to resolve that. this. He got his shit shoved in um, in the bathroom, which was fitting. Kind of an asshole, but again, I'm like I, I'm seeing this entire time where it's like plainly clear that. You're not on board with like the bullying of this little kid. Why are you continuing to do this shit? Because he's insecure. And it's like these. Mm-hmm. Also, the other bullies were, the other bullies were like overly bullying. They were like too like stereotypically I mean, no, bullied. They did some fucking hate, yeah. downright heinous shit to this kid. Like, like I know kids are like, ruthless, but like there's some fucking they jailable up catfish, shit. This motherfucker. In that. <laughs> They lured him to a field and cyberbullied for months this kid, which, yeah, could be, like, punishable offenses. I mean, they did get, like, suspended, but, you know, I, mm-hmm. I feel like there's more to that. Like, this kid's got some trauma. I mean, clearly, because his whole demeanor changes when he joins Cobra well, Kai. As as do they all. It's the dark side. And, and, and he's like... <laughs> Yeah, it, it it literally took all that, all that like uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, guilt, angry anger that he had pent up inside, and like yes, and yes. manifested that into his fists. Do it. And he struck him down. Do it. Do it. And then he ripped off somebody's head. No, he didn't do that. It, it was that's Star Wars. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he yeah he was angry, dude. He was angry, and uh, Cobra Kai let him be angry, and that's why we like Cobra Kai. I, yeah, Wait, like, we don't like Cobra Kai? Another thing about Shit. this season that kind of bugged me <laughs> is, like, maybe it's my expectations of what Cobra Kai is as a show that no longer align with what it is as a show, but ostensibly, Cobra Kai was the Johnny Lawrence redemption story, and he kind of got relegated to being a tertiary yeah. character this season. In his own fucking series, yeah, yeah. I I like he's like when comic it was, relief again. Well, I first of all, 
I mean, maybe this is a season three complaint. This is season but four, Eagle dog. Fang or Eagle Claw, <laughs> Eagle Fang. Yeah, no, I know, but no, this is maybe more uh, of a complaint for season three when they did it. With the calling mm-hmm. is like shit, yeah. Eagle Fang. Like I don't know, that just sets up him to be a character of himself. Like he's clearly not. He's like weirdly woke smart well the whole yeah like sometimes the whole like the specific first couple seasons of cobra kai you know it's his redemption story he's figuring out he's getting his life back on track and then i don't know ralph macchio got involved and maybe ralph macchio is a giant fucking ego because he started soaking up a lot of the screen time with his boring shit Uh, yeah well even even though like they're done with like the johnny lawrence story they're like done with like building up. They're kind of done. They they did a little bit of it. They sprinkled it in there with like the the, the relationship between him and Robbie, and they were like, "Nah, full send on Anthony. This kid's <laughs> grown now. We've seen him act <laughs> before. He was a baby. Oh, all right. And now so now like he- we we got his kids. We got his wife. Let's bring his grandma back into it. Let's bring his cousins into this shit." Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe there's maybe we're missing the big critique of um of Danny Larusso because they kind of said, "Hey, you're you're kind of a bad dad." Yeah. To Anthony. Um. Side note: I'm about to make the greatest call in the history of this show. So and uh, so Johnny Lawrence goes down to South America to get his his uh, adoptive son, and you know what's a a winged serpent with fangs. <laughs> Uh, Quetzal, Quetzalcoatl. So he's gonna come <laughs> back with his Quetzal Karate. That's the but style it, he's gonna it learn. Being Cobra Kai, he's gonna butcher the name and call it something like Ketchup Karate or some shit like that. Ketchup. Um. Yeah. So there's there's a fifth season coming. God help us all. Um. I'd say that like watch the first and last two episodes of this season. And you'll you'll get what you need out of it. <laughs> yeah. Did you know? Did you know there was a uh, Karate Kid TV series? No, I know there's a Karate Kid. No, when, when's Hillary Swank gonna show up in Cobra Kai? <laughs> when's Jackie when's Chan Jaden Smith? Show I up demand Jaden Smith show up in Cobra. Kai. Dude, Will Smith fucking directs this show. I didn't even realize that. He's like a producer for it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I Are saw we that sure in the fucking the opening credits. Will Smith. <laughs> Whoa. What the fuck? Are you serious? That's Check. that's too close to like actually bringing up the reboot Karate Kid into this. Oh, you know what's going to happen. I'm ready for it. It's... I'm ready for it. I've trained my entire life to be let down this hard. Yep, uh, <laughs> Cobra Kai, please. Yeah, let me go. Let me go through the. Uh... Just die. Do not buy. I'm I'm kind of over the show. We uh, watched the fifth season because we gotta fucking finish this shit. We're the, we're too. It's the sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this isn't like. This isn't like um, you know super hulock in terms of like going downhill. Like it's it's on a steady decline, not like a fucking off. Yeah, well, cliff I mean, I feel like drop. you lost a lot of people <laughs> with the uh, 
the ending of season two or whatever with the giant karate fight in the school. I think that's mm-hmm. where it kind of jumped the shark for a lot of people. But it it feel like you just have to accept that in this world all problems are solved with karate. Um and that's just that's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> um like you never see any cops in this show. <laughs> it's just all karate all the time. Except for the yeah. the literal last scene. Um so yeah, that it it'll be there. We'll be there when the when the new season comes out. Uh, next week, some programming notes. We have uh, Bo- Book of Boba Fett on deck for next week. And then the following week, uh, all the episodes should be out, so we'll be able to review season one of Peacemaker and give you our thoughts on the show. But more importantly, give you our thoughts on the credit sequence to the show, <laughs> which is uh, 24-karat magic, baby. Um, also, yeah. programming note, uh, effective episode, well, we're, we're at 301 now. So in three weeks, starting with episode yeah. mm-hmm. 304, Saturn Studs podcast will push out Sundays at three. So same time, just moving it back a date. So we'll have we'll have some more cross uh, synergistic promotion opportunities with the stream to kind of plug some of the stuff that we're, we talked about on the podcast and give me an extra day to edit the show. Um yeah, we're being That's strategic about this. It also give us a little more flexibility if we ever have a scheduling snafu that we need to kind of resolve. So um, there was never really any significance to the Saturday release date. Uh, it just kind of happened to to line up. But since we're recording, you did it because of the name. I, right? Maybe that had like Saturday, there was some... Saturn. Saturday, Saturday But I think the the larger thing was that Peter and I recorded the show Friday night, and I just uploaded it when I woke up the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I would like to think that there's a like '90s intro that that you guys have that like you got rid of, like early on. The lost. Like, oh yeah, it, we, it, was, uh, it was set yeah, to yeah. fucking uh, Wolfpack half of the way. And uh, it was just a lot of shots of us doing daily tasks and then turning to the camera and smiling. <laughs> yeah. It's just us, we... it, it gives our names yes. on the credits over so and, and over like, and over Saturn again. Studs, I've... Kurt Bennett, Peter Hoskins. With Kurt Bennett. And introducing <laughs> with, Kurt with Bennett. With Peter Hoskins. I have one With proposal. Kurt Bennett as himself. Can we can we record a promotional slash intro video that is the Peacemaker opening that we do that choreography? If you want to get yourself up to here to Albany, we, we will chore- we'll and, hire a professional and, choreographer. And we <laughs> and, <laughs> where we do that dance, and we have somebody like actually record us and like, like a we'll a we'll hire a camera crew and a choreographer, and we'll make that happen. <laughs> we'll CG eagerly into the end. I'll pick up Peter to get him right up there on my shoulder. Uh, I think we're all. I weighed myself and I put on some weight since moving back up to New York, and I think we're now all north of two bills. I think. (laughs) I think so. Yep. I'll sacrifice whatever ligaments I have left in my back and shoulder for (laughs) 
to hike somebody up to get that yeah. that golden uh, shot, <laughs> the money shot, if you will. <laughs> um, so that's that's all that. Uh, check out SaturnStuds.com for all our links to our social medias uh, at Stud Saturn and uh, our uh, episode archives are up there as well. Um, and uh, yeah, check out Iron Blood Gaming. They're our uh, partner group. They uh, Iron Blood Gaming on Twitter mm-hmm. and uh, lot lots of lots streaming. Of streaming. Uh, got of a war stream going on uh, Saturday before the big game. <laughs> so uh, so before before <laughs> that big game, we'll 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 hunt some big game and, and got a war, commit some deicide, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So stopping for that eight p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturdays is our usual. Uh, stream slot we do sometimes stream other days uh, depending upon what we're playing and what's going on in our lives and uh, until next time be well stay safe and party like it's 1995 peace bye bye